Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hey traders, I hope you've been good. Um, I would like to do the podcasts on a more regular basis. So it would be like Mondays and Wednesdays or Tuesdays and Thursdays. But the truth is my schedule is really busy. And it's very hard for me to commit to a schedule that I record the podcasts. And I feel that at times I'll be forcing topics that might not be relevant. And I just want to do podcasts when I think the information is relevant. I will do my best to be more consistent. But... It's very, very hard being a broker and with my time schedule running a company um, also to dedicate time to this. But I promise you one thing, if you do listen to this, I promise to deliver information that is relevant. I don't like to deal with theoretical nonsense, you know, hypothetical nonsense that is not useful to you in trading. All the things that I'm talking about are things that you will encounter as a in, as a difficulty in your trading or, or a challenge that you will have to overcome. And uh, I just want to provide you with the most necessary tools. I suggest you listen to all the podcasts at some point. Leave your comments on the podcasts that you listen to. Give me feedback if you like it, you don't like it. You know, I read um, all the feedbacks you have. If you ever want me to do a certain topic, you can drop us an email to support at optimistfutures.com and I will do my best to basically um, uh, address a topic that I think is important for everyone. I know there's a lot of individual issues that people deal with, but at the same time, I think it's very important to actually cover topics that I think majority of people would deal with and not only individual. If it's on an individual level, you also have the ability to go to community dot optimistfutures.com it's where our community of traders addresses things and tries to help one another and i try to come in there as much as i can so let's begin today i'm going to talk about the concept of traders want to understand why and let me just explain a little bit just give you give, give you a little bit of a preface to that so essentially, there's a lot of traders who want to understand what drives price action. 
And a lot of the times they like to do it on hindsight. You know, why did the S&P move the way it did? Why did crude move? Why did gold move? And we live in a world of so much information that everybody would, will try to tell you a story. Everybody will try to sell you a story. There's so many publications out there, you know, and I'm not talking about the big ones like, um, you know, Bloomberg and Reuters, but, you know, the smaller ones as well. There's a lot of smaller ones that write about equities and futures. And if you just, you know, put a name of an equity, for example, any given stock, you will see that, you know, there's probably four stories about it. Why it happened, why it happened what happened, you know, to that stock, you know, one day it will be why this um, stock moved up 20%, why this stock moved down 20%. So they're always trying to have a story behind it. And the same thing, obviously, in our business and futures, when you have a big move, you know, they try to always have a story. Hey, market went up today 2%. Why? Market fell 2%. Why? And here's what I'm here to tell you. The why is completely irrelevant. It's just irrelevant. I don't think you can study anything from it, you know, for, for the long haul. Oh, and it might satisfy some sort of a curiosity to understand it. But essentially, um, it's not something that, you know, will help you. And, and let, me, let me just explain. So, first of all, in order to come up with a story... You know, behind any market move, as they have to obviously write a lot about it, right? So you don't know if the information they come up with is legitimate information, meaning that it tells you the absolute uh, truth. Now, I'm not implying that they're lying. I'm just saying that they might be coming with the wrong conclusions. So whatever you're reading might be misleading or it might have a bias, and so you don't know if the information is there is going to help you or not. The second question, which is more relevant, let's say that you know why. Let's say that you got to the source of the information that explained the price move. And now you know why. Now, does it help you to manage your positions better at this point? Maybe yes, maybe no. I would assume that if somebody is at... at in the business of futures, which is a leverage business, is so consumed with data and understanding why. It's probably because he's, and I shouldn't assume, but I'm just talking from experience, many times it stems from a person being stuck in a certain position, you know, and he decided to go long and the market is falling. Now is reading and trying to find out why it's falling. Or it's going up and it's short and you short the market. You could be short crude or gold or index. And it just continues to go up and you try to find out information as to why it's going up. And at that point, you also have confirmation bias, of course, where you try to find information that will justify your position and you ignore all the relevant in information that could be there. So again, you know, understanding the why is really not the best of um, methods uh, to research to understand. My view is that the price tells you everything you need to know. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't read, and I'm just and I and I definitely won't discourage you from understanding trends. And there's I read a lot about you know 
trends that occur in technology and how they affect the stock indices and everything else. And it's a very, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I enjoy it. It, it. it helps me develop some sort of a market bias to the long side or the short side. But it doesn't really help me manage trades if I'm stuck in them, if they're a wrong trade. Meaning that if the market is falling and for a whole week I read how wonderful technology is and the market is just, let's say, the NASDAQ, it's just the NASDAQ futures, whether the micros or the minis, they just keep on falling. What does this, all this knowledge help me? What, what, what does it do? It doesn't help me at all. It, it doesn't do anything to manage my positions. It doesn't help me make better decisions at the time. If anything, it just confuses me. So my theory is this, that when you trade, the price tells you everything. If it goes in your favor against everything that's being written out there, let's say there's a, you know, we always talk about losses in this business and, you know, and how to cut your losses short and everything else and risk management and stop losses and things of that nature. But let's assume that there's some sort of a bad news about something, right? And the market is going up, right? So here you are just barrage of news that says, you know, the market is bad and, you know, interest rate could go up and inflation is, is on the horizon and nobody wants to work and the market's still going up. The question is, so what do you do, right? Obviously, you can be a contrarian and short the market and see where how far that gets you. Or you can say the market is positive and I'm just going to trade price action. So when I say all this news is irrelevant, it's not because I think it's really irrelevant in itself. It's just not relevant to your trading and it shouldn't affect you. So if there's something that you're managing well, against or, or against the background of bad news something that's really positive then it's fine you can have it quite the opposite you can have a market that is falling and you're short and there's just tons of positive news out there and everything is great but what you're really managing is the price and this is why i say regardless of what everybody says and when regardless of how everybody tries to understand why the why is irrelevant. What really matters is the price and the position that you're in and how you manage it, right? So I spoke about positive. It's not that I want to talk about negative, but I want to balance it with a situation that you find may find yourself that you're stuck in a position that is not going in your favor against background news that could be completely the opposite. And again, you might be trying to understand why. You know, why is it happening? Now, when people try to figure out things, they're not only looking at fundamentals, right? It's not all, only about the publications and what's being written in blogs and, and uh, internet newspapers and things of that nature, but it also done, you know, in the, let's say, world of technical analysis. So let's say that something, you know, some sort of a stochastic, you know, is indicating that it should go up, right? But the market is still falling. Or some sort of a stochastic saying something is, you know, way overbought, and it's still going up. So again, you have contradictory material that that's coming from one source, and then you have the price action that's going completely the opposite to that. 
And the question is really, what's more relevant? Now, again, clearly, you know, there could be technicals that detect things and the price still might be going high in overbought situation and you short it and the market might turn around. It could happen. It, you know, that's why people use, you know, technical analysis, overbought, oversold, things of that nature. But let's assume that, you know, something is overbought. You know, with all indicators tell you that it's overbought, all the ones that you use and the price and you get into the price shorting it and the market is now way higher. Then the question is, you know, what do you do? Do you sit there and hope that your technicals are right? Or do you look at the price action? Do you look at that and say, you know what? I have to go with the price action. It's affecting my PL, It's affecting my equity. I should stop asking why and I should just get out of the position. Potentially, that's what you might want to do. The same thing, again, you know, when to be a little bit more positive if let's say you're in a profit and the indicators and everything else tells you that you know the market is overbought and you were along let's just assume that but you see that the market is really not correcting to the downside then you go into the mode of cash management risk management maybe you want to you know um, lift some of the levels that you put your risk at because the market could potentially be strong so price action is very, very important. Gauging the strength of the market, market, the weakness of the market. I'm not here to tell you that you should override anything with feeling. That's not what I'm telling you here. So when I say, you know, indicators say one thing and the market is doing a different thing, we're in a position, then I'm not expecting you to rely on your feeling saying, well, the market, you know, the market should stop at this point. But if you see that the market just continues with a very strong trend to go higher and higher and higher and higher, you know, and it's nonstop and it's a very fast paced action, then you pay attention to that because your goal at the end of the day in trading is really to maximize your profit. And because you will have losses. You will have trading losses. So when the market does go in your favor, you want to maximize it. So listen to the price action. Listen to what it's doing. Now, I'm not telling you also to have a confirmation bias, you know, because you're in a profit. You might want to think that the market is going higher, but it will be reflected in the price. If it's very strong and it continues to go strong and it rests and go up and rests and go up. If, on the other hand, it just sits there and doesn't do anything and then you want it to go up. Just based on a feeling, this is something that you have to examine, right? Are you really looking at the price action or, or you're hoping? So again, you know, price is really the most important thing that should really override everything that that you're looking at. Learn, you will learn to respect that over time. You will learn to respect that there's so much information out there and people have to write stuff. They just have to. They have to justify everything. Now, the last thing that I'm going to tell you is this. Markets, um, I would say this, if, you, if you're in a calm market and all of a sudden there's a sharp move to the upside and the downside, it could be because of a news event. It could be. You know, we have today algorithms that read news, algorithms, and they're very fast to act. You also have algorithms that read 
um, news feeds like Twitter, right? So it can gauge sentiment, right? So it checks for certain words and tags and hashtags and things of that nature, you know, to to engage in that. So sometimes you can have an event that is not so significant or it could be very significant, but nevertheless, its effect is very strong beyond what people anticipated. It could, for example, um, you know, recently we had, you know, some hacks, which is just rather unfortunate, you know, to, um, you know, I think it was yesterday, to a meat factory, I believe, across the United States, which affected the supply of meat. Now, obviously, you know, I know most of you don't trade this market, but some people do. You know, it's the cattle futures, right? So when that happens, there will be some shorts. And as the market went higher, it probably broke some losses, you know, on uh, stop losses on the upside. And people who were short, you know, had to buy it back, which extended the price even higher. And the same thing could happen, obviously, on the downside. You know, you can have a certain news event that triggers. And so it's important, you know, to understand that even if it triggers and you didn't know about it, it's reflected in the price. But what's really important is really to follow what happens after because you don't know the the impact that this may have on the price itself in terms of how far a move can go up or how high a, a market can go up. And then all the stop losses that are triggered as a result of that. So something that could be of very small significance in terms of news could turn out to be, you know, something that extended way beyond that. And again, people will say it's because of the news, but it's not always because of the news. The news are sometimes a trigger to it. And it comes many times as a surprise. And since you don't have, you know, two hands that are connected to your internet, that it goes straight to your brain um, and feeds you this information in real time, again, what you will see is in the price. So what I'm trying to tell you, my my last point in, in all of this, that even news announcements, as important as they are, are reflected in the price. So if the price is, you know, if there was some sort of a abrupt price move that went in your favor, watch the price action as a result. It You may find out that this, it was triggered by news, but then again, you know, if it's going in your favor, you know, there will be people who get stopped out out of position that are opposite of yours, which will give you more profit. On the other hand, you could be in a position that is not in your favor and you're just sitting there staring at it because it was just an abrupt move and just ex- Of course, it could come back, but that's only hope at that point. But if you see that it's extending against you, again, even if you don't know the source of news, you know, you have to look at the price and you have to protect your equity. So if you remember in the beginning of this podcast, I said, you know, there's all those things, all this information and everything else, you know, is not as important as the price. And here I am telling you the same thing again, the end of this uh, podcast that understanding the the why why it happened is irrelevant because you still have to deal with the consequences of the price action and protecting your equity. That's it for now. I hope this um, information was helpful to you. I look forward to hearing from you. Please come to our site to www.optimistfutures.com. 
I would love to earn your business. I'll do every, we do everything we can to service customers right, myself and my staff and wonderful people, you know, in in my company. And so if you want to call us, by all means, in North America, it's 1-800-771-6748. Local number is 561-367-8686. Guys, when it comes to futures, um, you know, we have the technology, we have the platforms, we have the clearinghouses to find um, things that are appropriate for your risk capital and your risk nature. One thing we don't do in this firm um, at Optimus Futures, we don't bring down your neck to trade. You know, you trade at your own pace. You trade at the frequency that you want. We really don't care um, about the frequency of your trading. Do what's right for you as a customer, and we respect that. And the other thing that I wanted to remind you, when you trade futures, trade only risk capital. And past performance is not indicative of, of future results, and there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. I wish you a fantastic week. Um, I look forward to our next podcast. And and as I promised, again, I hope to do it in a more consistent manner. Please leave your reviews and whatever you're listening to um, so other people can learn about trading as well. I'm trying to reach uh, everyone out there and help them out, whether they're with uh, Optimus or not. So thank you again and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.